How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right. 235 right here on the Team 980. It would help if I boosted up my headset volume so I can hear myself. I am getting so deaf. It's a problem. I don't know if it's from wearing earbuds and headphones most of my life or if it's just because I'm old and decrepit. Probably a combination of both. It's kind of like the commanders, right? Why do they suck? Why aren't they not good enough? Well, it's a combination of everything. It's a combination of both, coaching and the players. Speaking of coaching, our guy is Jay Gruden, and he is with us right here and right now, as he is each and every Monday on the team, 980 at around 2.30. You can follow him on Twitter or X at Coach underscore Jay Gruden, uh, and he is brought to us. Uh, I get. I'll have to get the read in a sec uh, by uh, Ted Britt and the Ted Britt Auto Dealerships. Jay, good to have you aboard with us. Uh, how are you? Hope you had a good weekend. Had a great weekend. Lots of golf. Lots of watching some football. Good football on this week. Yeah, not bad. The college slate was pretty good too. Of course, lots of controversy uh, there as well. I mean, we'll try and get uh, to uh, as much of the NFL and bounce around uh, as much as we possibly can. Um, uh, obviously, let's start, of course, where we always start with the Commanders. Um, it, 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 is that is that a bad loss in your eyes, or is that? An understandable loss, considering Seattle was pissed off from the last week. They were at home. It went toe-to-toe. How do you kind of process that from your coaching, but yet now a observer perspective? Well, at four and five, got to win. you got to figure out ways to win on the road, especially those close games. They're in a position to win that football game, get a stop, maybe going to overtime, uh, whatever it might be. But you got to find a way to win these games when you're four and five. Now they're four and six, and you're going to have some must-wins against some very, very difficult opponents with the uh, Cowboys twice, San Francisco, Miami, and the Jets defense. The Rams probably get better with Matthew Stafford yep. healthy. So uh, they have some issues right now. They they really could have used that win, that's for sure, for their playoff hopes. No doubt about it. On air and on the road, Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group. Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly and Fairfax. Your F-150 headquarters and Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling. All home to Ted Britt for life. Lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. And again, follow Jay at Coach underscore 
Jay Gruden. All right, so on uh, we just had a caller that was talking about some of the technique maybe that Benjamin St. Juiced wasn't using, hands-on, disrupting routes, what have you. Uh, down the stretch in that game, obviously, Geno was cooking. DK Metcalf seemed like they ran a lot of slants and in-cut routes. Um, did you, from a uh, offensive and defensive perspective, did you see anything wrong besides the ultimate results in the way Benjamin St. Juiced was covering, being used, aligning up? Like, would you have done something different? Uh, the last one, the big play to DK, I believe it looked like it was two-man. And usually in two-man, you undercut all in-cut routes. And it uh, should be a no-play on an in-cut route. Sometimes you can lose them on a out-breaking route in front of the safety and, and, and behind the corner. But on Two-man, you look at it, and uh, the technique should be inside leverage and undercutting all the routes, and unfortunately, he let him go inside and catch a basic cross for a gain of 25 and then uh, down it for the field goal. So that was really the main technique had a problem with. And then there was some poor tackling on the 65-yard Kenneth Walker Jr. Yeah. It was very, very poor tackling and, and actually poor pursuit angles by everybody else. Worst-case scenario, that should have been a gain of 30 if the backside safety, the backside corner running and flying to the football like they should. All right, so so that brings us you – know, some of those technique things are coaching. But some of them, Jay, are they not on – the players themselves, right? Maybe they don't feel comfortable in a certain technique. Maybe they don't execute what they are taught, what they are schooled to do. And then you mentioned that again, the 64 yard touchdown to Kenneth Walker, uh, the third, uh, listen, I, I, Danny Johnson slips there, but there was that, uh, I forget who the safety was. Maybe it was Percy Butler. I can't remember. Uh, at the time there was again, another bad pursuit, a bad angle. And that seems to be a problem at least the last couple of weeks with these big 64-yard runs to more physical running backs is like, okay, they're wide open. There's just huge, you know, areas to roam. And and then you put players in position where if they make one mistake, again, they slip or, or, or they take a bad angle. Uh, that's a problem. So how do you kind of process that out from a, again, a coaching perspective? Well, obviously tackling, um, that starts in training camp and OTAs, uh, but you can't really, on a field, you can't tackle for them. They have to get the guys on the grass. Uh, the other thing is, like I mentioned, the pursuit angles, that has to come from natural instinctual football players. Um, and then effort, um, that is coached, and that has got to be a discipline ingrained in all the players. And Unfortunately, on that particular play, you can see the effort on about four or five of the players on that play. Had it been par, or at least above par, they would have got him down inside the 20-yard line where they would have to maybe get a stop in the red zone instead of a touchdown. Right. So uh, there's a lot of things on, on some of those plays that are issues. They did some good things defensively, obviously. Um, obviously, they're playing shorthanded a little bit on the defensive line, but uh, they still managed to get a couple stops and play pretty well. But some of the big play, some of the big plays, technique-wise and effort-wise, were the issue. Yeah, sound. I, I, I mean, that's kind of way the way I walk away. And I'm not here to defend Jack Del Rio. I mean, I don't care, quite honestly. I mean, I think they actually need to do something to wake somebody up. But I've always been a more blame the players type of guy, and 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 you know, most of the media and most of the fan base is a blame the coach type of. Uh, per, well, they should have done this and they should have done that, but. I mean, you can see what some of these big plays, even going back to the Ramondre Stevenson touchdown run for 64 last week. I mean, that I don't think they drew it up to have a Lincoln Tunnel-sized hole there. Jamin Davis got picked off, and the safety took a terrible angle, right? 
I mean, that happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can draw up whatever you want. And, and, and you're known for your offensive prowess, but obviously you understand defensive football because you've coached against it. You've operated. You've been a head coach. You don't draw up the kind of wide-open spaces that have happened on these two big touchdowns the last two weeks. It's because players probably mostly aren't executing or something weird is happening. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah yeah you're right i mean the corner was in position to make a play the safety was in position to make a play and the weak side hook player was in position to make a play they all three missed and then the backside safety and the backside corner decided to take a play off and they didn't chase the ball like they should so he gets a 65 yard touchdown you know so I was actually surprised. My big surprise was on the on the play to DK Metcalf at the end. Jack had some major success with some blitzes, and uh, he decided mm-hmm. to play two man yeah. uh, with a limited pass rush in that game with the front four. So uh, two man is a scary coverage because Geno can run, so he could have maybe run for the first down or run for a big chunk, but also uh, let DK Metcalf have that ball in the middle uh, without any pressure. Was right. a little surprising. Yeah, uh, that's a good point because I I was saying on Twitter and whatever you know to anybody that would listen, um, and not that many people care about what I'm saying, but but you know th- that Jack was cranking up the heat and it was working and it was effective. But even with that, they had again the success that they had. Jay Gruden is with us uh, again right here on the BetQL guest hotline on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Um, 
at the end, after Diami Brown catches that game tying touchdown, now because they missed the extra point, it, the game is. You, you know they're 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 down or they missed the extra point I should say early in the game. Uh, so now they're in a situation where uh, they need the extra point to just tie the game. Would you have with 52 seconds left, down one, on the road again, knowing that your defense hasn't been able to come up with a stop? Are you going for two there? Does it matter in your eyes? How do you read that situation? Well, similar situation they had earlier where they mm-hmm. kicked the extra point against Philadelphia. Exact same scenario, except probably uh, a little, probably about the same time, I guess. Well, no, you had uh, about 50 seconds yesterday. You had no time left on the clock in Philadelphia. Yeah, no time against Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think. Uh, and does that matter, yeah, by the way? I don't think there's a wrong decision there, to be honest with you. I think kicking the extra point and uh, kicking it to the 25 yard line, making mm-hmm. them go. 60 yards with 50 seconds to go is not easy feat to do. Obviously, Seattle did it and made it look easy, but I don't think that's a bad decision there. Um, how about the offense in general? I mean, clearly they put up 26 points. Sam again goes for 312. He did have the critical fumble trying to get extra yards. You love the kid's toughness and moxie and his arm, obviously. Uh, you know, a couple of big-time throws uh, late in that game in big spots. Not only just the touchdowns to Gibson and Diami, but also, you know, to Terry on a fourth down, on a slant, all that. I mean, Sam Howell, I guess in, in your eyes – is is still an ascending player is he is he way more advanced than he should be at this point i guess from from the way you would calculate it yeah he's playing extremely well i think the improvement that he's had the last three weeks has been uh awesome to watch he's moving around in the pocket making plays off script heck the first touchdown to brian robinson he's running a check wide route he's made a nickel blitz who was a clear unblocked defender make him miss and he scrambled out and hit Brian Robinson for a mm-hmm. touchdown. And then he had another one to Brian Robinson on a wide route. He scrambled, hit him again down the sideline. Right. So he's making plays on schedule and off schedule, which really is, is, is a great luxury to have for a play caller because now you don't have to call the perfect play all the time. Your quarterback can play some off-schedule football and make some plays, and, and he's doing it at a real high level. He's not making many mistakes at all. He's throwing the ball accurately, throwing the ball on time when it needs to be on time, and um, making good, positive plays in the pocket. Score 29 against Seattle's defense on the road is not an easy thing to no. do. They no, you're it, right. They made it look easy. No, you're right. Um, Terry heated up a little bit towards the end, as I kind of mentioned. They hit him on a couple of slants, but uh, he only had four catches for 33 yards, eight targets. Diami, um, uh, Jahan Dotson had two targets, no catches. How does the offense – how is the offense this productive when they ch- choose not to run the football at all in the first half? Uh, they did do it better they in the second half, but then they also don't seemingly get those two guys enough targets and enough looks and enough whatever you want to call it. How how do you, uh, again, kind of read that out? Because it's you you wonder if they could score more than 26 points if they would do any of that better. Yeah, surprising, especially Dotson. The last couple of weeks he's had, he's played very, very well. To see him uh, get very limited targets was surprising to me. But they did utilize their backs a lot more. You yep. know, Antonio Gibson had a touchdown, and obviously B-Rob had a, over 100 yards receiving. So that's that's not bad. Um, sometimes if teams are really good on the outside with some safety help, you have to work your inside players, your backs and your tight ends. And they're not getting a lot from the tight ends, but the backs really stepped up their game and and worked the inside linebackers and the outside linebackers and the safeties and what have you. They they were very productive doing it. I think moving forward, they do have to get McLaurin and Dotson 
a lot more involved, especially when they're playing the Cowboys in San Francisco and Miami. Hey, you mentioned these high-powered uh, opponents. I mean, this Sunday is not going to be a high-powered opponent, regardless of what the Giants do no. uh, at quarterback. But again, I, I don't also think it's an easy game because, well, why why would anybody think it's going to be an easy game? Um, but um, it, it, if you're I know you don't want to call for anybody to get fired, but like, do you make a, a any sort of change? And it doesn't have to be a firing. Any sort of change for change's sake because it's clearly not working well enough. Like they got no takeaways, obviously uh, almost 500 yards of offense. How, how do you get guys to do things differently when you're beating your head against the wall, which I'm sure Ron and Jack are basically doing? Well, I think early in the season – their defense was predicated on the front four, you know, with the four first rounders getting havoc and, and stopping the run and letting your linebackers flow freely and play some coverage behind them and protect your corners. Now they lost two of their main pass rushers. Mm-hmm. Now they have to manufacture pass rush yeah. somehow with blitzing some other guys. So I think that's the one thing they're going to have to do moving forward is become more aggressive with their linebackers blitzing or nickel or safety, whoever it might be similar to the way Baltimore and some of these other teams do it on defense where they have to, manufacture some five-man pressures, maybe play some fire zones or some man-to-man on the outside, what have you. But they got to get more pressure because right now you can't let these quarterbacks, you're getting ready to play other than the Giants. You can't let these quarterbacks sit back there and throw it and have time to look at their first, second, or third option. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. Jay Gruden is with us on the BetQL guest hotline. All right, let's spin you around the NFL. So San Francisco comes in off the bye, losers of three in a row. Jacksonville's won five in a row. Everything's going right for them, wrong for San Francisco, and the 49ers wake up and they kick their ass, uh, and they just absolutely dominate. And Chase looked uh, at least the part for, you know, on, on one pass rush with the sack and the forced fumble with Bosa and so on and so forth. Um, I, I guess we're all back in on the San Francisco 49ers again, right? Yeah, you have to be. And, uh, you know, they lost three in a row. I get it. But, you know, losing Trent Williams and obviously Debo, those are two main pieces, and they're back and healthy. And um, and defensively, they had a guy like Chase Young to go with Bosa and already the other pass rushers they have with Armstead. So, yeah, these guys are going to be in it till the end. They're going to be a tough out for sure. Jacksonville's a good football team. They rely on ETM to rush the ball a lot. He had trouble getting going, and, and as did Jacksonville. So, um San Francisco showed that they are one of the top two or three teams in the NFC. San Francisco treat, no doubt about it. How about your old place kicker, Dustin Hopkins, with the game-winning field goal? Uh, I think he missed one earlier in the game, if memory serves. Uh, in in a big, I mean, like it could not have gone worse for for Cleveland to start that game. You're down fourteen nothing. In a in a weird sort of way, I, and I'm not trying to make the exact comparison because, of course, it's not. But it kind of reminded me. You know, of, uh, you know, the the game down, and you were not with the team at this point. Um, you know, they were down in Carolina in, in 2019, and they were down 14 nothing early. And, you know, the commanders, then the Redskins just kept running, just kept churning, and they eventually won that game. Cleveland, with all the issues that they have, they were down 14 nothing, and they find a way to win that game in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was impressive for Deshaun Watson. This is his best game as a, as a Brown, for sure. You know, he's been struggling accuracy-wise, but he uses legs, made some plays with his uh, legs outside the pocket, within the pocket. Obviously, Amari Cooper had another good game, and they just stay the course, and they let their defense continue to rush and continue to hunt, and they got a tip deflection pick six that got him back in the game and eventually won the thing with Hop's field goal. So Cleveland, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, that's one hell of a division. That's going to be right down to the wire. Because that defense for Cleveland ultimately is so good, and I know they allowed 31 points, 
you know, but they only allowed 223, I think it was, through the air, and Lamar was only 13 of 23. He wasn't great last week throwing the football, even though they won in a blowout against Seattle at home. Do you think Baltimore, from what you've been able to see, is is allowing Lamar to flourish in the passing game? Is that a byproduct of Odell Beckham being, you know, banged up off and on? What 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 would you say? is, um, I, I guess, where we're at with Lamar in terms of, like, can he win a game if he's got to do it mostly or solely as a throwing quarterback well, against a good defense? Issue. Yeah, that's been their issue the last few years. Uh, when they had to throw it, they weren't equipped to do so. Mm-hmm. And now with a new offensive coordinator, at least they're doing more pass concepts. So if that does happen, I think they'll be more equipped to do that with Lamar right now because they are doing more traditional drop-back stuff. You know, it was a great game, but Cleveland is one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the NFL. Everybody's going to struggle against them. But they have the ability to run the ball with those three-headed backs. they got Mark Andrews, a great tight end. They do need one of those receivers to step up and play more consistently, whether it's Zay or whether it's Odell or whether it's Bateman. Uh, so they do have to step up in the receiver room. But really, they're still, despite the change in offense, they're still a physical football team that can run the ball with Edwards and Justice Hill and Keaton Mitchell now. So that's really their bread and butter. And then the play actions off of that will help them out a lot. But if they do get behind, I do think that uh, Lamar can bring them back eventually. Uh, one of the last games I wanted to ask you about, Detroit outlasts the Chargers 41-38. I guess Brandon Staley found out there's a big difference between Jared Goff and the Lions running game and Zach Wilson and the Jets offense. Yeah, Denver. I mean, uh, Detroit's pretty dang good right now. They're playing a very physical brand of football, just like Dan Campbell wants it. He's uh, doing exactly what he wants to do. His team is built the way he wants it to be built, physical run first football team, and then Jared Goff with the play actions and the quick games, he can manage a football game like a true pro can. He's not making many mistakes, not turning the ball over. He's getting the ball to the right people, and they're converting critical down and distances like the fourth down and three that they went for to to ice the game. So uh, they got to play better on defense. They can't give up four touchdowns, five touchdowns in a row, but uh, offensively they're pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, Last 30 seconds or so, I forgot to ask you about this. Uh, What did you make out of the Emmanuel Forbes ejection? Would you have lost your your mind on the sideline? Yeah, I would have. I actually would have. I don't think it was intentional at all. I think there has to be some intent to it. He wasn't going in to try to headhunt a guy. He was trying to go in and make a play, and it just happened to be a bang-bang play where the receiver went down and he went down at the same time I just I, I think maybe a penalty would have been a good call but ejected him I don't think was necessary at definitely all. a penalty I, I think everybody yeah, universally yeah. agrees definitely a penalty it's the ejection that nobody quite uh I guess quite understands at least from a commander's perspective but maybe that's because we're coming at it from a commander's perspective Jay thank you as always appreciate you uh thanks again for the uh help with best buddies we raised uh over two hundred and seventy thousand dollars on Friday night uh for uh programs and you were a big part of that appreciate you very much all right, thanks, Chris. There you go. That's Jay Gruden on air and on the road. Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group, Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly and Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters, and Ted Britt Chevrolet and Sterling, all home to Ted Britt for life. Lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. 3 o'clock straight ahead right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.